You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. Bleach and cleaning wipes could be harder to find because of last month's cyber attack at Clorox. The company says it believes the situation is now contained, but it caused wide-scale disruption of operations. The attack was on some of its information technology systems. The company had to manually order and process products. It expects to transition back to normal operations next week, with production gradually ramping up. Discussions are underway that could lead to a Tesla factory in Saudi Arabia. The Wall Street Journal says the talks are at a very early stage. The Saudis could extend financing for a cobalt and copper project in the Democratic Republic of Congo. It would provide minerals for the Tesla cars. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosolda, invested in you. Jesse Kelly here. Do you feel protected? My personal protection plan is owning gold. The Oxford Gold Group helps you buy gold to have on hand or convert it into your 401k. If things get weird, I have gold on hand. I like that. You can buy coins or convert part of your 401k with the Oxford Gold Group. It's easy and safe. 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-GOL. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. Online at Matthew-James.com. Hunger prisoners in Iran. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Five Americans, the U.S. says were wrongfully detained, are on a plane flying from Iran to Qatar, released in a prisoner swap. And the Iranians are also reporting that two of the five Iranian prisoners the U.S. is releasing have already arrived in Doha. The administration, by the way, has not given us the names of those five Iranians the U.S. is giving back. They say this deal is very fragile, but they said broadly these are not people that were charged or convicted of violent offenses, that they were mostly involved in sanctions violations. Um, According to the Iranian foreign ministry, two of the five are going to remain here in the U.S. Fox's Jackie Heinrich, that prisoner swap also unfreezes $6 billion in Iranian money. The U.S. says can only be used for humanitarian purposes. Republicans critical in Congress fear it'll be spent on terrorism and Iran's nuclear program and incentivize more American hostage taking. A suspected killer captured in Los Angeles. Two days after a video shows a strange car pulling up to the patrol vehicle of Los Angeles County Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer and then speeding off, the deputy would be found shot. Fox's Evan Brown, we expect to learn more about that suspect later today. Another manhunt also ended early this morning in Pennsylvania, capturing all nine juveniles who broke out of a detention center in Morgantown. State Trooper David Bame says they fled during a riot last night. Basically what happened was they... They overtook two of the females to get the keys. Hunter Biden is suing the IRS. The president's son claims two agents leaked information about an investigation to smear him. Those whistleblowers have alleged Hunter Biden got preferential treatment in the probe, which led to a tax evasion misdemeanor plea deal that fell apart in court. It's day four of the UAW strike. Uh, the majority of American Americans want fair pay. He's one of the auto workers picketing at a Stellantis plant in Toledo, Ohio. They also walked off the job at a Ford plant in Michigan and a GM facility in Missouri. 
America's listening to Fox News. You've heard me discuss how my everyday aches and pains were affecting my daily life before I started taking Relief Factor. You've also heard me talk to you about how my friends and family have found relief from their aches and pains with Relief Factor. Well, let me tell you about Gary from California. Gary says, I cannot thank you enough. I am 62 years old and have just started taking Relief Factor. I've never felt better and will recommend Relief Factor to all my baby boomer friends. Well, thanks for writing, Gary. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing. Your first step to living the life you love, free from aches and pains, could just be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Live your best life and feel the difference. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Acadiana Center for the Arts is our cultural and artistic hub serving eight parishes through community development, education, live performance, film, and exhibitions. For information on getting involved in upcoming events, call 233-7060. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Show. Great to have you with us. Rock and roll, new week. Same sinus mess, but new week. <laughs> anyway, great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Another week. Monday, best day to work week. Got a chance to get it right for everything messed up last week. So, hey, it's all good. All right, 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. If you want to be part of the program, you can always, always email me, Moon at moongrafon.com, moon at moongrafon.com. If you want to be in touch with us that way, that's pretty simple. All right, big, great debate Friday night. Who saw it? 
Joe, you're leaving. You must have not saw the debate. All right, in in all fairness, I had to go back and look at it because I I could not watch it. It was funny. I was getting emails, not emails, text messages left and right from people that are watching. And just some assessment of the setup of it. Once again, I don't know what these media people are doing. I don't know what dang state they live in. I really don't. Uh, The formats on these debates with all these people for, first of all, an hour ain't enough. You need to do it two hours. If you're going to do one, do it for two hours. If you're going to have seven people. Uh, number two, why don't, we, why don't we get some issues that are going to really matter? The first question, first one is about abortion. And they spent 26 minutes on abortion. Abortion has been settled here. Okay? We're a pro-life state. We don't want nothing to do with it. But the media's obsessed with it. So the media sticks on a... It's only an hour debate. Why is the media talking about abortion in a one-hour debate? We find out that Sean Wilson's pro-abortion. I knew Sean Wilson was pro-abortion. Sean Wilson's trying to get votes. I'm pro-life, but I would never. You're not pro-life. You're not fighting for the cause. You're standing in between, Sean. Pothole Wilson's going to get run over. Standing in the middle of the road, you get run over. What are we doing talking about that? Talked about Ronald Green for 10 minutes. <laughs> and yeah, they threw Edwards under the bus. But the point being is Mr. Green is gone. It's an issue, but it's more of an issue about what Bell Edwards didn't tell us. Haven't those people been paid and it's all been swept under the rug now? I mean, if the only thing we're going to talk about from the media and the people that run these debates is abortion and and, uh, and Mr. Green, and why have the debates? I mean, tell me what they talked about that you watching the debate. And by the way, nobody watched it. I even had to go back and look at some of the stuff. <clears throat> uh, what's our t- TV station I had here, Joe? K-L- K-O-F-Y. Is that yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, 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 put, they put it on a website. Yeah. You know, and they, they, they did bits and pieces and sound pieces, but ain't nobody... Nothing changed in the debate. But if you have a debate about issues, don't y'all think we ought to ask some real questions about the economy? Don't y'all think that's an important part of this debate of our people leaving the state of Louisiana and us not, us not having the jobs and the economic development to compete with everybody else? That's a real issue. Well, you saying abortion ain't a real issue? No, I'm saying it's been settled already. Our economy is it's 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 gotta change the way we're doing business here. No questions on it. I mean, you know, okay. How many questions, Joe, do you think they ask on our migration and all these kids leaving? Rounding up, I'm gonna say zero. Yes. Oh, Joe. Joe didn't watch it and he got it right. Zero. The best and brightest are leaving. Not one question on how we're gonna stop. Educated people from leaving to get better jobs. Not one. And those two go hand in hand, our migration and the jobs. Nothing. Why do these people put on the debates then if they're going to ask somebody nothing? Now, I expect the bickering. Landry and, and Pothole Wilson are, quote, perceived front runners because of the latest polls. And I got another one I'm getting ready to show you. I'm just, I'm just saying, why in the world 
Are we having debates on a Friday night at 7 o'clock when 80% of our community is watching high school football? I mean, it must have been the only time they could use because the rest of the times they have prime time viewership and they don't want, they know nobody's going to watch Friday, so they put the debate on Friday because nobody's watching TV on Friday night. I ain't going to say nobody, but you get the drift. If you have a debate, why don't we have a real one? Don't mention our migration. Don't mention, and the best part about it is when, according to, and I didn't see this part, and I'm thankful, they got Fred Mills, the Walmart greet at the beginning of it to explain everything. And they were asking Fred about gender. Something that he's kind of confused on. That was the, that was the, by the way, folks, I'm not saying they should have had me either. Okay? I'm just telling you, they should have some people up there. Let me go get Fred Mills. Key, well, I'm saying you, somebody called me and told me that, and I said, you've got to be joking. He said, ain't they talking about gender? Well, that's easy. We have males and we have females. How hard is this, Joe? We're going to do a whole hour on gender. And the first question you ask me is, how many genders? And I say, we got one, two, male and female. And then we say, well, that's all for the program today, folks. That's it. And say, well, how do you know that, Moon? Well, God says it in his holy scriptures. Number one, and science tells us there's two genders. I don't need Fred Mills on TV to tell me how many genders they have. So I'm just looking and going, wow, debate. Friday night. Why don't they? Why didn't they have it last Christmas Day? <laughs> why? Why don't they put these debates on at five in the morning? I mean, what's the difference when not that many people watch them? Pretty boring, too. But they, you know, how to fix some of these problems? And yet, nothing. Absolute and absolutely a nothing burger. One hundred percent a nothing burger. Twenty-five minutes. Matter of fact, let me quote. This is in one of the news. I don't know if this is the advocate or this is the Gannett. Quote, the question early in the evening on abortion took up nearly half the time in a debate. Let me say it again. A question early in the evening on abortion took up nearly half the time of the debate. Why? I'd like to know why. We know Pothole's pro-choice, uh, okay? He said it. Oh, I'm pro-life, but I would never tell a woman what to do. I've always asked that about Bell. Ask Bell Edwards if he believes a woman has a right to choose, and the media never ask him. Pothole, it, Wilson is saying what Edwards was never asked. If you're pro-life, that's fine. But the question I got for you, do you believe women should have a right to choose? And I bet you today, right now, Bell Edwards would say, yeah, a woman has a right to choose. But they never asked the question. Because, you see, they don't ask these people any questions. Why would you do a debate in abortion, take up half the time? I said 26 minutes. And in an hour debate for you people in Balkanville, that's 60 minutes. That's nearly half the time. So nearly half the time went to one question. How does talking about abortion bring our kids back? How does abortion stop kids from leaving the state? I'm just kind of curious. How does abortion get us to lower our insurance rate? How does abortion get us to lower our car insurance? How does abortion help the 
people eat. I'm just kind of curious, folks, because you, you got these brainiacs. These are brainiacs in the media doing debates, and they don't even know what questions to ask. By the way, Joe, I forgot about that. You know who else was speaking? Friday night, and I've heard this from people here in the state, and I heard it from commentators. Donald Trump. They said it was one of Trump's best speeches they ever heard in their life. I've seen a lot of coverage of it. I've seen, said, did you hear that speech? Why would you <laughs> why would you put a debate? And of course they gotta do they don't have to determine this stuff predetermined way in front, way ahead. I see why Landry doesn't go to debates. So beat up on Jeff and beat up on Pothole. Lundy's beating up on Pothole because he's the independent and he wants to run and he feels like there will be a Republican in the race. He felt like his best way to get in is beat up on Pothole. And by the way, everything Lundy said on Pothole was not wrong. Lundy flat out said, you, you, you for abortions. Quit lying. And basically, Lundy was right on that. Schroeder said something to the fact that Landry got this donation from somebody. I just kind of laugh at that because uh, I don't know if anybody is going to say, don't give me no money. I just don't. Do you know of anybody that said, well, I don't want no money? So, kind of beat up. Anyway, I got a little bit more on this. I got a new poll out, too, in the governor's race. We'll talk about that as well. So, let me take a break. 844-766-6607. By the way, in this poll, Edwards' approval numbers, 39%. Disapproved numbers, 43 This is the second, about the fifth poll I've seen that's got him low 40s, upper 30s. I told y'all what they did. The advocate ran a poll and had him at 52. This dude is way below that. We'll take a break. Be right back. The Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Merle for attorney general. That's no surprise. Liz is one of us. An eighth-generation Louisianan. LSU Tiger. Wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Merle to fight for us. Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the U.S. Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong in jail. Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana and not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. 70% of prison inmates read at a fourth grade level or below. We can't cut crime without fixing our schools. Participation in early childhood education reduces criminal activity by 20%. Our schools are our first line of defense against crime. Bullying stops teaching and stops learning. One in five Louisiana high school students reports being bullied on school property. One out of six will skip school at least once in the next 30 days, scared for their safety. We lead the nation in percent of high school students who attempt suicide. As governor, I'll support counseling for the bully and the child being bullied. Violent repeat offenders will go to an alternative school that teaches the citizenship and character necessary to become a responsible citizen, or they'll just go to juvenile jail. 
Kids can't learn if we let our schools become minor league for the Department of Corrections. Hunter Lundy, Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. I had an important job. And it wasn't just a job, it was keeping my brothers and sisters safe. And coming back, it felt like kind of thrown away. It's like you're useless. You know, um, we don't really have a need for you now because you can't really do anything for us. That's the way I felt. If it hadn't been for Wounded Warrior Project, I honestly don't know if I would be here. It was the camaraderie that I saw and had. It was like, I got my family back again. We all felt the connection, you know, like that brother and sisterhood. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Donna by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us, by the way, folks. You are welcome to be part of the Moon Graffon Show, 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, it's a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. By the way, real quick, somebody wrote, October 4th begins early voting. No, no. October 14th is the election day. Joe, early voting is like around the 30th. I think it's September 30th, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, because what it does, what it does is do a week of voting, which is seven days or something like that, early voting. Then you got a week off from the Saturday to Saturday, then you have the election. So uh, the gentleman that's sending this to me said October voting begins early. No. October 14th is election day. We're going to know who's the next governor and attorney general and everything else, uh, hopefully that night, because if it's not that night, that ain't good. (laughs) That ain't good at all. That it's just the way it is. So anyway, uh, so just go back on the debate. I, I just, you know, if they don't have debate, let me tell you what they ought to do debates. They want to do three or four. Why don't you just have one that covers two subjects? So if you got an hour, you can really get into some detail. Even if you got seven, five, whatever the thing is, you can get into a detail. If you try to cover 92 subjects with an hour and you got seven people and you got the announcers speaking more than, than the, uh, the, the, the people that are moderating the debate speaking more than the people that are actually supposed to be speaking, you don't get anything. How many people got something out of the debate? Maybe you could – look, if you watched it and you got something out of the debate, you're welcome to call and tell me. I don't mind. That's fine. I'll be glad to listen. You ain't got to agree or disagree with the good-looking host. It doesn't matter. By the way, the good-looking host, I threw that in there. That, that, that was out of script a little bit. But you ought to maybe have a debate. This debate here is going to be on economic development, jobs, and out-migration. Next job, maybe we ought to do one all on roads and what you're going to do. You know, infrastructure and roads. I'd love to see Pothole Wilson on that day ask him a couple questions because they went after him a little bit on the roads, and he can't answer it. He's, well, you know, we got to get the money. We work really hard to do that. Yep, and I bust my ties up every time, Pato. And nothing improved. 
I, I am glad to see that people are challenging Pothole. Last time when Edwards ran the first time against Vitter, they let him have a free ride. That's why that son of a gun is sitting in the office right now. Stupid Republicans. Stupid Republicans. That's why Clay Shake's not a was Speaker of the House. And Blank Page was a Senate president. It's just ignorance. Total ignorance of what's going on. Uh, let's see if there was one other thing before I get Because I do have a poll. Wilson said, uh, this is what I, Wilson said he would make citizens healthier, safer, smarter, and wealthier. Countered Lundy by saying, I'm not intimidated by race, I'm not intimidated by party. Lundy made a comment that Wilson can't win. So Wilson said, well, this is a great opportunity to talk about blacks. But Wilson's going to make the citizens healthier, safer, and smarter. Okay? If he comes on the program, I like to just stick to these three topics. How are you going to make people smarter? <laughs> you ever known somebody that makes somebody smarter? Joe, I'm going to make you smarter because you listen to this program. You're going to be so smart, Joe. Joe's over there laughing already. He'll take him to a D plus. <laughs> yeah. He's going to make him smarter. They're going to go from a D minus to a D plus, and you are smarter because that's what he's been bragging about. He took the road from a D minus to a D plus. Good point, Joe. Made him smarter, folks. How is he going to make us safer? I didn't see him going to Chicago and saying, hey, y'all need to start beefing up these police. I don't see him out there talking about beefing up police. He's going to make us healthier. Somebody, this is what I want y'all to do. We are last in health care. We are last in healthier. As far as being healthy, we're at the bottom. Okay? So we got Medicaid expansion. How's that made us healthier? I'm just kind of curious. I like to know things like that. I'm just kind of curious. How is we going to make people wealthier, healthier, and smarter on anything that Pothole Wilson has said or done? Somebody's got to help me out with this because I don't know what he means. Uh, let's see. Yeah, why did they spend so much time? Candidates told moderators they would have met with family with uh, Ronald Green's family. And... Pato said, I do not think as governor that he has not I do not think as governor that he has not pursued the cases he should have. Talking about Bell Edwards. He threw old Bell under the bus. Bell ran from it. This is what Pato Wilson said about Edwards. When Edwards was spokesman was uh, contacted, they declined to comment. Now, look, Pato got Bell Edwards to support him, and that's it. He's throwing his own guy on the bus by saying he would have responded. He should have responded differently in the case. Yeah, he should have told us when he found out. He waited two years. It was an election year, Pato. He had to win. That's what was important. It wasn't important that we knew what had happened. It's just Edwards had to win. He threw the black community and Ronald Green, everybody on the bus. But he controlled the purse and... I think the family, the Joe, do you know if the family got paid a bunch of money? It's kind of curious. Did they get paid a bunch of money, the family? Because it all, it, it went away. And normally when things walk away like that, there's some money involved. Just one if they paid the, the family. Anyway, when we get back to poll, the next star people that ran the debate also put out a poll which lines up with a lot of polls I've been seeing privately. We'll take a break. We'll be right back.
kids our values are worth fighting for. This is Jeff Landry. That's why as attorney general, a police officer and sheriff's deputy, I help take criminals off our streets. As governor, I will work to keep them out of our neighborhoods. It's why as a parish economic development director and as a small business owner, I help to create hundreds of jobs for Louisiana. Our state deserves a great economy. As governor, I will cut the red tape that's harming our business owners. As the son of a school teacher, I believe every kid deserves a great education. We must protect them from harm and from woke politics in the classroom. This is Jeff Landry. If you believe in Louisiana, I ask for your vote for governor. And join me at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. A convicted pedophile in Lake Charles was about to get released. The district attorney asked Solicitor General Liz Merle for help, and she delivered. That's Merle. In over 200 cases, she's helped DAs across Louisiana keep violent criminals behind bars. As our next attorney general, Liz Merle will make fighting crime priority one, two, and three. Conservative warrior, endorsed by law enforcement. The most qualified, Liz Merle for Attorney General. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. Some days. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. have you with us, 844-766-6607, Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, it's all on you. Hey, folks, check out my friends at Superior Grill. You know, you can go to New Orleans and Shreveport and Baton Rouge and get the best Mexican food in town soon. Hopefully within the next five months or so, you'll be able to go right here in Lafayette and eat at Superior Grill. They're doing an expansion here. Love to see a Louisiana company grow and do well, and Superior Grill's done really well because they know what they're doing. The food is great. If you look at you want a good steak, you like good, 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 really good Mexican food. You know what I like there when I go? One of the things I eat a lot is the uh, is the crawfish enchiladas. I just I just like them. I mean, they just really, really good. They got other enchiladas and other great items on the menu, great drink items as well. But Superior Grill is a fun happening place. If you just like to have fun and you like to eat good food and you like good atmosphere and the waiters really and the waiters do an excellent job, check out Superior Grill. Lyon Avenue, I think, in Shreveport, Holland Road, Government Street in Baton Rouge, and uh, in Saint in uh, New Orleans, I think it's, uh, what is it, St. Charles Avenue. So, hey, and the one here is going to be on College Saloon. I know people have been telling me, boy, they can't wait to eat there. All right, latest poll. So the people that ran the debate, Nexstar or something like that media, they ran a poll. I guess it was released Friday or Saturday. 
uh, governor's race. I'll get to Dell Edwards' approval numbers in a minute, which, by the way, these numbers all are adding up to all other polls I'm seeing. Landry, 38-7. Pothole Wilson, 22-5. Uh, it said Wagaspak and Hewitt at 5.2, Schroeder at 4, and Lundy at 3%. Now, Lundy was higher in one of the latest polls, too. Now, they had a poll they ran that, that Fauche ran for uh, John George's because he works for him. Uh, those numbers may have been a little bit different than what you saw. But the outlier, all the polls and the posts that I talked to, these numbers are pretty close. Uh, the problem with the poll is I'm not seeing any excitement uh, except from a, a candidate or two in the governor's race. And the governor's race, although there's a lot, normally I would say the governor's race drives it. Well, we better hope the local races drive it. You know, clerk of court, sheriff races, uh, uh, parish president, mayor races, whatever, uh, a local representative and senate race. I mean, maybe some of that will drive some of the turnout. And I'm sure in some areas of our state, there'll be better turnout than other areas. But let me tell you something. When you got a, uh, an election, if you get less than 40% of the election, it's, it's, it's going to determine a lot of things. But these are just numbers, okay? It, and the reason I'm saying that is it's not voters. And, and, and everything will be determined by October 14th. But you got to realize, and I've been saying this for a while, the media and the left and some of the people are going to start beating up on Landry pretty hard. They better start soon because you need three weeks to run a candidate like they did Vitter. Okay. And this is not Vitter. This is not David Vitter. And you got somebody who got a lot of money and a lot of momentum, a lot of endorsements. And so now becomes the crucial time because as I said, Joe, I don't know how many, and maybe you can pull up, maybe you know, how many people voted early in the last governor's race? Was it 30%, 20%, 50%? I'd just be curious to know because if you like me, I like to vote and get it over with. Well, early voting is September 30th, folks. Today is the, today the 19th, 18th. So by my calculation, and I'm not using common core math, it's 12 days until early voting starts. 12 days. That's a blink. That is nothing more than a blink. So if people are going to vote and start voting early, you know, and, and whatever's done is done, and people are going to start voting, and, and I'm just telling y'all, it can go in a, it can, you, you have a low turnout, and, you're, and somebody has a high base of people voting for them. I mean, I'm not going to say turn out the lights, but wow. Uh, they walk into the light switch. It's just I'm just I'm just reading what I'm reading, and I've seen other polls that that mirror what I've just shared with you. And I but I know this: there is some money. There's not a lot of money, but there is some money sitting on the sideline. If a candidate will spend all his money beating up another candidate, then he's not going to get be getting much name recognition because apparently they need name recognition much more than they need to beat up a candidate. But it's kind of a twofold thing. They feel like they got to beat up a candidate and get ga- good name recognition. What was it, uh, uh, John? B- uh, not uh, not Bell. Edwin said, "You know, as long as you mention in my name, baby, I love it because bad publicity, no publicity." Let me give you an example. It works, Joe. So I I watch an ad. Let's just say they beat up Landry, and I don't know Jeff. 
And I come to your, you and your buddies over there and say, man, you, you saw that ad on this land? It was just Landry. I don't know him, but boy, they beating on him. And you a supporter of Landry and two or three people we're talking, y'all supporters of Landry. And I go, and I'm the one coming to you and say, boy, they beating on that Landry guy. And y'all go, man, that's our guy. That's the guy we vote for. He's the guy we need to win. And all of a sudden, you're talking about who? The guy that's being beat up on. But you notice when I talked to you, Joe, I didn't say who was beating up on him because we don't remember those names. But we do remember the name. So all of a sudden, you three guys say, this is the guy we like. This is the guy we voted for. Now I go, well, shoot, if y'all vote for him, I'll vote for him too. I hate to say people vote like that, but that's exactly how people vote. They vote for somebody that, that with their friends and everybody else is voting for. And most people are not going to do any homework on any election. Just not. I'm watching some of these down ballot the state senate, state reps that these people are, uh, people are going to vote for somebody who's not going to help the state. Can't tell them anything because their buddies like them. And that, that's the process. So anyway, this, this poll number, these poll numbers, of, except for Ron Fauché's poll that was run by John Georges, who hates Landry and uh, who hates, they just, they don't like the state at all, I'm convinced. This is, this is a, uh, you know, this is a poll that I've seen over and over again in the last few months. Uh, now, this poll once again showed Bell Edwards at approval at 39, disapproval at 43. Now, Joe, you got to remember the next star in the next star media is radio. You think liberal, right? How can they put Bell Edwards? This is one of the most intriguing things. Out, 39 cent approval. Now, that when when Fauché did the poll with the advocate, he was at what 52 positive. The only poll I saw like that. This poll right here is exactly what I've been saying about Bell. Under 40%, at the most 41 or 42. And so every t- I get a kick out of watching Lanny Keller and people in the Devil's Advocate. He's a very popular governor. Really? He's a very popular governor, yet all the polls show him at 39, 40%. That's just the fact, Jack. That's when they show him. And so 43% disapprove. Let me tell you something. This area, the, st- the state's not going to support somebody who supports mutilating children. They're not. The state's not going to support somebody mutilating children. They don't support somebody uh, wanting boys to go in girls' bathrooms. And that's Bell Edwards. He's woke. And I got to tell you, I'm getting more encouraged every day. People are starting to fight back on all this new green stuff. Uh, there's a solar panel. Solar panel form they're trying to put in their bill parish. And they're, 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 these people don't want solar panels. And Everville Paris happens to be an area I know a little bit about because I live there. Nobody wants that crap. And it ain't going to work. And it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. You know, people are starting to get mad at this and at EVs and the strike. And we'll cover all that later. So I'm glad to see that. But I hope people are paying attention. I just am worried that people are not going to go vote. I'm worried about turnout. I really am. I'm worried about turnout as much as anything. Before we take a break, I do want to mention, uh, you hear me mention Matthew James, Matthew James uh, hotline. Well, MatthewJames.com, if you go to John Blanchard, he does more than just try to bill you a bundle of cash. He also wants you to protect your money, protect it based on the taxes, what you're going to be able to keep, what's your goals. He follows this all the time. And here's the good thing about somebody like Jan, John Blanchard and Matthew James. They look at your account and your business as totally separate of somebody they're doing for somebody else. In other words, 
They're going to take and customize your plan and he's concerned about you. That's when you know you're with the right financial people. They're not only looking at your money and what you're trying to build, but they want to know what you want to save and how you want to spend it. They want to work with you. MatthewJames.com. MatthewJames.com. Check them out. You're going to be glad you did. Let's take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to the Moon Graphon Show. Louisiana. Our jobs, our kids, our values are worth fighting for. This is Jeff Landry. That's why as attorney general, a police officer and sheriff's deputy, I help take criminals off our streets. As governor, I will work to keep them out of our neighborhoods. It's why as a parish economic development director and as a small business owner, I help to create hundreds of jobs for Louisiana. Our state deserves a great economy. As governor, I will cut the red tape that's harming our business owners. As the son of a school teacher, I believe every kid deserves a great education. We must protect them from harm and from woke politics in the classroom. This is Jeff Landry. If you believe in Louisiana, I ask for your vote for governor. And join me at JeffLandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Paid for by the Fleming Campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cap that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or Dr. John Fleming, former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana Treasurer. Hello, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Hey, don't forget my good friends at J&J Exterminator. You don't want to miss them. If you're looking for an exterminator for your home or for your business or for commercial, why not get the largest independent exterminator in the state of Louisiana? That's J&J. They can cover every inch of Louisiana and get you taken care of. I've been using these people for a long time. You should use them because I trust them. Bobby John and his people are just great Louisiana people. And they want your business. If you have a problem with them, call them and let them know what the problem is, and they're going to correct it. Mr. Bobby had a great attitude. I said, Mr. Bobby, what happens when somebody complains? He said, we love those people. He said, first of all, we don't want to lose them. But he said, number two, they just help me correct the problem if I got a problem. And look, most companies won't do that. He's saying that out front. We want your business, and we want to keep your business. J&J Exterminator. You don't need anybody else. Let's jump, let's, let's jump gears. We are honored to have... Miss Jenny Seals on. She is running in House District Number Seventy. She wants to be a representative. Jenny, how you doing? 
Good morning, Moon. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing super. All right. Tell people a little bit about you. Give a little background of yourself. You got it. Grew up in Baton Rouge. I'm a native. I went, I went to college out of, out of state, came back, been here for years. Love this state. Um, am eager to help this state as I've been involved in governmental stuff for the last 20 years, mainly praying for governmental stuff and then going to the Capitol to try to have my voice heard. And so realized I could do more. And I was invited to take a run at this race in my district because um, the folks that have been in charge of the district in the last few years have been voting in ways that the constituents are not happy with. So I'm very thankful to have been born and raised here and a true Louisianan at my heart of hearts and thrilled to get the opportunity to represent some people here for righteousness sake. Who is, uh, who's that, who's the district, uh, who's in that district right now? Right now, Barbara Freiberg has been okay. the Ooh. representative the last four years. I got to tell you, I totally support what you're doing. She has been a leftist okay. and I don't know why she don't run as a Democrat. If you run and win, Jenny, what are some things that you want to see accomplished? I know you walk in your door-to-door talking to people. What are some things that you go, you know what, this is what my people want, some things that need to change, if two or three things that you would love to see change? Yeah, that's a great question, Moon. One is the education system. We've got a lot of indoctrination going on that has nothing to do with teaching our children, whether it's bathroom issues or um, mm-hmm. the social issues that are with CRT and SEL kind of a social um, program they're putting in the schools that are not educating the children but confusing them. So I'd like to change those issues and also give a chance for the money to follow the child. We need school choice for our children. We need parents to be in charge of them without government overreach as far as the decisions they make for their children's education. And the parents and others, myself, have to stand against the woke agenda which is very socialistic. So education is a critical factor. Our economy, uh, we have people that have been stealing the jobs from Louisiana by trying to shut down the oil and gas industry. And we have to rebuild our oil and gas industry. We have to support our farmland and the protection of our farmlands. We have to be sure that we take taxation away from the small businesses and help them be able to afford to do their businesses open up jobs for people to join their businesses. We have to relieve the state income tax. We have to do work to build up a way that the children that graduate from our schools have jobs here in Louisiana to stay here and be a part of. And right now we don't. And the other thing I think is just that the, I'm, I'm very impressed with the media propaganda that continues to infiltrate our society and especially our city about what's really true and what's going on, whether it's vaccines or uh, the diseases they're trying to shut us down with, again, that has to stop. And we have to insist on not complying with the tyrannical overreach again. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, you know, Jenny, you mentioned the schools and the kids. I don't think it's the place of the school to tell people wear masks that don't work. I don't think it's the no. place of school. I mean, I just don't. And I, we had all that overreach, and I hope to God the people that get in uh, would do a good job. You know, Jenny, it's probably going to be – uh, 69 to 71 Republicans in the House. You know, last time when they did the Speaker of the House, 23 Republicans walked over and let the Democrats pick the Speaker. If you got 70 Republicans, mm. you you should pick your own Speaker. So where do you fall yeah. on that? If you didn't watch it, that's what happened last time. And, of course, I've been irate about it, but I hope that the, the Republicans will close the door and pick the Speaker. So just tell me your thoughts on the Speaker. 
100% agree with what you're saying. That is ludicrous and ridiculous that they did that. My question is, why did they do that? Were they threatened? Were they bribed? I don't know why they did it, but it was not staying true to what they were elected for, and that's standing for their constituents and their conservative But, Jenny, they, they did it. They did it. They did it for power. They did it because they wanted they to be did. in those positions so they could run for all these offices, and that's why they did it. I mean, they didn't care that you, you knifed your Republican friends in the back. I, it just doesn't make any yes. sense. That's why I was curious because there's some that are going to try to do it again, and that's why I was asking because yes. it's very important. Well, what we have to do, Moon, is we got to get people that are men and women of integrity that are not just speaking stuff that people want to hear, but they're going to do what they say. Sure. Yes, and when they get in these positions of influence and authority, they have to stick to their guns no matter who comes against them for whatever reason, because we cannot transform the status quo, the same old, same old of this state without people that are willing to courageously st- take a stand to vote and do the right thing for their constituents and in this Congress here. We have to do it or we'll never transform our state. Her name is Jenny Seals. She's running for House District Number 70. Jenny, if people want to get in touch with you and get involved with your campaign, what do they need to do? They can go uh, to my website, which is JennySeals.com. And on uh, that's also a um, that's also an email. An email address for me would be JennySeals, 4-U-F-O-R-Y-O-U, at gmail.com. And the website is JennySeals.com. And any questions, any concerns, any issues that are prevalent in their minds, I want to know that because I want to represent the people of my district and of my city and state heartily, vigorously. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like for you to put out your opponent's voting record because it's bad. Yes, sir. And, and I think okay. it's important that you put out her voting record. It's no way she I cannot claim to be a conservative at all. Matter of fact, she'd go be a Democrat. It would be more fair. You, uh, yes, Jenny, one other quick question. There's a big yes, push sir. for us to get to closed primaries. What do you think about doing closed primaries? Because, you know, everybody, they got some people upset because the Republican Party stood up and endorsed people. But on the flip side, those same people that are upset don't want to do closed primaries. Do you have a position on it? Because you might get a chance to vote for this. Actually, I do believe in closed primaries. Yes, I do very much believe in I know change, apparently the stat, the good old boy network doesn't want change of any kind that's going to make improvement. And I think closed primaries would make a humongous improvement and bring forth, enable us to bring forth election integrity in the state. But just think if you had closed primaries in your race, and I, and I know the voting record somewhat of the person that you run against, uh, you, would, you would be sitting there by yourself in that position right now. It, w- it would really be just real big. All right. Jenny, one more one more time. Give out the information for people to get in touch with you. Yes, sir. Email JennySeals4, F-O-R-U, at gmail.com. Website, JennySeals.com. I just welcome all of your input and all of your contacting me whenever you can. By the way, it's a dynamic lady. She's, she's not scared to speak up, and that's what we need. By the way, some reason, the good old boy network and the system, they don't like strong conservative women. I'm watching them beat them up all over the place, and it's kind of, got kind of sad. But I know you're the type to speak out. Yes, sir. I'm gonna stand strong. All right. God bless you. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks a lot, Moon. Thank yes, you, ma'am. Later. All right. Bye. God bless. Good luck to you. All right. When we get back, uh, God, I do have a Bessie board. Somebody run for Bessie board. Come on at ten thirty. Kevin Birkin. So we'll we'll get them on late in the program. All right. Your calls all at welcome. You can email me Moon at MoonGraphon We're gonna take a break. You're listening to the MoonGraphon Show.
I'm running for Secretary of State. I'm going to work as hard for you as I did with the great people that helped me build a leading energy business. We worked together as a team and we got the job done. In Louisiana, we don't run from the challenges in front of us. We roll up our sleeves and we get the job done. I believe in you and together we can move Louisiana forward. Vote for Mike Francis for Secretary of State. Paid for by friends of Mike Francis. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. They've landed in Doha. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Five Americans just freed this morning from Iran or on that plane. President Biden just put out a statement saying, as we celebrate, it's a reminder for Americans not to travel to Iran. Congressman Mike Waltz tells Fox. My heart goes out to these families. I know several of these families, and they have been waiting for years uh, as their loved ones have been chained to, to a prison. Now, the U.S. is also freeing five Iranians jailed here and unfreezing $6 billion in Iranian assets that Waltz fears could be spent on terrorism and incentivize more Americans be detained. This is the beginning of the next round of hostages. There are reports that the $6 billion in once frozen funds has already been transferred uh, to Qatar from Korea via Switzerland. Uh, the administration maintains that this is not a ransom payment because these are not U.S. taxpayer dollars. That's Fox's Jackie Heinrich at the U.N., where President Biden will address world leaders tomorrow. The president's son, Hunter, is suing the IRS, claiming he was targeted by two whistleblowers who alleged Biden got preferential treatment during an investigation that led to a tax evasion plea deal. A judge rejected in July. Now, the suit accuses them of... Engaging in a campaign to publicly smear Mr. Biden. It goes on, in fact, a, quote, whistleblower is supposed to uncover government misconduct, not the details of that employee's opinion about the alleged wrongdoing of a private person. Fox's David Spun to manhunts over in California for the suspected killer who shot a Los Angeles sheriff's deputy in his patrol car on Saturday. Fox's William Lajeunesse reports from L.A. A close relative of the suspect actually contacted the sheriff's department and shared details that allowed them to ID this young man as the likely shooter. And last night, the SWAT team gassed the suspect out of his home. Another manhunt ended this morning in Pennsylvania with the capture of nine juveniles who broke out of a detention center last night. America's listening to Fox News. What's the best way to stop Joe Biden's agenda? No, it's not voting Republican. A better option is to vote with your wallet. Democrats get easy votes by giving away newly printed money. But we can fight this never-ending scam by making use of physical gold. I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and this is why I recommend a physical gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. These special accounts allow you to preserve your retirement and help the country at the same time. Plus, you pay zero penalties or taxes on the transfer. To learn more, text the word PROTECT to 989898, and my friends at Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text PROTECT to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. Paid for by Birch Gold Group. 
Court-appointed special advocates or CASA are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, it's your opportunity to be a voice on the Matthew James hotline. My good friends at Stein, you know, Stein has about 11 or 12 locations around the state of Louisiana. You go to steinhome.com and they, they, they are they're a great Louisiana company, folks. They've been around a long, long time. Matter of fact, if you check out the story, Mr. Stein coming back from World War II starting this business. It has really grown to be a gigantic business, and uh, his six kids run the business. But it's Louisiana workers, it's a Louisiana company. Uh, they didn't expand it out of here. They're just doing it right here in Louisiana. But look, home improvements, they got everything you need for home improvement. Lawn and garden, home decor. By the way, this, this, it's cooling down, Brian. You're going to start seeing people planting and growing. But anyway, home improvements of everything you need from flooring to twos to plumbing to building supplies. Appliances, you bet. They got all the big name brands, and all you got to do is check them out at steinhome.com. Building materials, lumber, plywood, drive-through, lumber yard. By the way, they always have it special. They've got brochures right now at steinhome.com with great low prices on everything. You know they got a hunting catalog? Well, they don't sell. Why don't you go check out the hunting catalog if you like to hunt? Outdoor living collection, they're loaded up, ready to sell you. An outdoor power equipment sale going on now with better time to get a better deal on all the stuff you do at your house. Hey, better brands, better brands, folks, right here. Shop their better brands. And special financing for 12 months every day. So, hey, just telling you, better brands, lower prices is guaranteed when you mess with my friends at Stein. All right, and the last thing is that, uh, so the governor's race is the, 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 the attorney general race. I mean, Liz Morrell is rolling. She's getting all endorsements, all the best endorsements. Uh, she's raised by far the most money. I just saw a, an ad up for Stephen John Stefanski, who's one of the fraud squad members who literally knifed us in the back. I'm talking about knifed in the back. Uh, he was one of the ones that walked across, as I told a young lady, Miss Jenny, 
walked across the aisle and said, I don't, I don't care what people think about me. I don't mind knifing people in the back. Because one of the, you know, one of the commercials he's running is that he, he was the one that brought the fentanyl bill up forward. <laughs> Joe, let me tell you how it works. So you knife everybody in the back. You become the cha- uh, head of the government affairs committee. This was Stefanski did. And by the way, that was in, that's in Edwin Edwards' family, big time. That's, that's uh, big time. So he walks across the aisle, John Stefanski, knifes in the back and becomes the head of government affairs. He wouldn't have been in charge of anything had he not done that. But see, by him doing that, Brent, uh, Joe, they, they get to be in the upper echelon of the good old boy network system that screwed this state. So when redistricting came, he got to be the guy to go all over the state. He said, look what old Stefanski's doing. See what they did? Because he knifed him in the back, he got a power play. Well, when it came to the fentanyl deal, that was something that people were doing in other states. Well, it, in leadership would not let anybody else bring a bill like that because the boy Stefanski had walked across the aisle and knifed his in the back with the leadership. So then you, you get a bill passed, a no-brainer, of course. Everybody's doing this all over the country, especially in the South, about fentanyl. You know, you get in big-time trouble if you're caught selling fentanyl, if you're, if you're a fentanyl dealer. And so he helps get a bill passed, and they get to tell him a story <laughs> in his ads how he was the guy that stepped forward and saved us from fentanyl. Why? Because he's in the leadership that he helped get there by knifing us in the back. He lost his first major TV buy. Video which he touted a bill he shepherded through the legislature that enacted some of the toughest state penalties in the country for dealing with fentanyl, a powerful synthetic opioid. Well, he got to do it because of knifing people in the back. They wouldn't let anybody else pass the bill. He had to get the name. Now what do you do? He passed the bill, and by the way, he had to get all these votes. Nobody would have voted against this. They didn't care who brought the bill forward. But he passes the bill. He gets credit, and then he gets to run it in advertisement. How do you like that? How do you think that worked out? Worked out pretty good for him. Now he gets to go around and touting bills with law enforcement going, look at me, look at me, 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 me. Well, nothing against Mike Michaud here. They, they, uh, he gets to go around and brag about a bill that the, the good old boy network, the people that ran the state, Clay Shakespeare, Gets to go around, he gets to go around and say, look what I, me, me, I, look what I did. And he didn't do anything. The only thing he did to even be able to say this is because he knifed the rest of us in the back when the Republicans walked across the street to let Clay Shakespeare. The Democrats elected him. The Democrats, 37 Democrats. You only got to have 53 votes. They got 23 Republicans to go with them. That's John Stefanski. So now he gets to run around and say, I'll redistrict the way he got in the position because he knifed us in the back. They would never let this fentanyl bill. This is what this is what they do behind the scenes. Well, you know, we got this fentanyl bill. Well, you know, this will help me in my campaign. If I can, if I can be the one to push this, if I can be out front. When I'm running for office, I can tell people, look what I did. Look what I pushed. Look at me. I'm all, I'm a tough guy on crime. This guy's done nothing. He's not a tough guy on anything. He's not a tough guy. He's not a tough guy on crime because he got a fentanyl bill passed. He got it passed so he can run around the state saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. Oh, that dude's tough. He got rid of fentanyl's coming across the borders every day just like they always have. 
That's what that's what happens in the course of this. You get bills passed, put your name on it, and you get to go brag on TV how good you are about getting the bill passed, and they wouldn't have liked the good old boy network of John, uh, uh, I mean, Clay Shakespeare and that gang. They want they want him to get credit. That's why, he, that's why he put his name on a bill and passed it, because he wants to get credit when he runs for office. When they did what they did, him, Stuart Bishop, very little bishop. He got to play on the money committees. He got to go dash out the money. I don't know how much is going to come back to that company. I don't know if it will, but I, I mean, I'm sure that's how it working. Stuart Little, very little bit, got to be a boss, got to be ahead of ways and means, got to be ahead of the, 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 the money committees. Got to be ahead of a whole budget. House Bill 2. He can play game. He can take money out of Doty Harden's race so they can run some, some government worker against him so he can say, look at the projects he took away from him. That's how the game's played. Reward the people that, that stand the ground with you. That's, that's what's being played. That's been played here so long. Yet I kind of laugh when I see, I look at it different. When I saw the commercial that Stefanski's run, I just fell out laughing. I look at it, blagging about fentanyl. He couldn't do that if he wouldn't have knifed you and me in the back. It's just a fact, Jack. So, anyway, uh, still feel real good about Liz Murrow in that race, and I feel like she's the, she's the main player in that race. She's, she's, she's the one. You know? Uh, but, but I'm just explaining how it works behind the scenes, folks. Stefanski could t- care less if he passed the fentanyl bill. John Stefanski needed to pass the fentanyl bill so he had something to run on. You realize he has nothing to run on? What has he accomplished? What has he done? How many times has he been in front of the Supreme Court? How many times has he been in front of a judge at all? And somebody made a good point. The fans getting him weak in the bill before passing and added qualifications and multiple repeat of refender requirements. But he don't say that on his commercial. He doesn't say that on the commercial. He just it's kind of like when they passed the ethics bill, <laughs> when Bobby Jenner was there. And the and the water boy, uh, Bob Costelco, who watered down education and everything else. Uh, they watered it down, then went out there and bragged and and, and they took away the enforcement of ethics. Now, Joe, if you don't have enforcement in ethics, it's like having speed limit and not enforcing it. That reminds me. Blank Page Cortez led the, the, uh, the charge for putting red light cameras, basically. Cameras on uh, the Basin Bridge, which for you people that don't know, on I-10 takes you in Lafayette, Bro Bridge, or Henderson, or whatever, and you got, or anybody goes on I-10 to go to Baton Rouge, you got to crash what we call a basin bridge. It goes across the Jaffa Basin. And they came back with a new law they passed almost two and a half years ago that you, if you cross too, bridge, too fast, that you were going to get a ticket. The camera was going to time you from the time you hit the bridge till you went to the end of it. Now, why did they pass a law two and a half years ago? And nothing's been done. And, I, and I, I'm telling you the prediction I made that uh, Blank Page, me, 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 Mike Michaud, who every time I went to the Capitol, Mike was at us, his job, that's what he does. And the Picard Group, they represented a camera company. And yet we said that I bet they're going to prosper from it. So all of a sudden, you pass a bill, you get, you get the bill passed, 
and you're going to have cameras on the basin. Why hadn't it been that for two and a half years? And I believe they want paging him out of office. I called this back then. Let's find out what camera company got the bid because they got to buy cameras first. And then somebody's going to make a lot of money on this deal. And the camera company's going to make a bunch. And all of a sudden it died. They ain't done anything with it. There's no cameras on that bridge. I crossed that bridge, I don't know, once a week, twice a week maybe. Why ain't the cameras up? Because I think they got people have to get out of office before the ones who really going to make the money get their money. And so we are down for these people for what? October, November, December, uh, January, about three, a little bit less than four months. Who's going to make money? Who got the contracts for the cameras? Who's going to make the money on the, on, the, on the tickets? And yet it was passed on the blank page Cortez's watch. He's the one personally pushed this bill. Does Joe Robodeau make any money on this? He's made a lot since his buddy next door neighbor has, uh, has gotten the Senate presidency. I just want to see what it's my, how much will a concrete plate to, uh, that uh, stood them on? Will they, do they make any money on new concrete going in place? I don't know. Curious to see, don't you? I think those are questions that need to be asked. This is what we do here. This is what we do here. All right, we got to take a break. Matthew James Hotline, 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Got an open line for you. Don't forget, you can email me, moon at moongrafon.com. part of the state to the next state. And I wish I'd have known Nicole Spellman Group because I'm going to tell you what, after I found out about Nicole Spellman Group, that's the only group I would use. They are sensational. They do a great job of helping people sell their homes and move to the next spot. My buddy Eric had a great experience working with the Nicole Spellman Group. He said the experience was unbelievable. He said the team made the process so smooth and so easy. And when you're in the, the part of your life where you're selling house and you're trying to move, first thing and the best thing you need is somebody to make you feel comfortable. The Nicole Spellman Group made this feel comfortable at ease and the process was so good for them you know say goodbye to guesswork and hello to real insight the nicole spellman group is the number one team number one serving the entire state of louisiana and folks that's why i trust the number one team serving the entire state of louisiana the nicole spellman group to sell my home go online to nicolespellmangroup.com nicolespellmangroup.com or just google nicole spellman group the Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Merle for Attorney General. That's no surprise. Liz is one of us. An eighth-generation Louisianan. LSU Tiger. Wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Merle to fight for us. Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the U.S. Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong, in jail. Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. 
Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Hey, folks, it's Moon Griffith. Welcome back, Moon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. Hey, by the way, if you're building a new home, check out my good friends at Schumacher Homes. They've, they've been building homes for 20 years, folks. Uh, if you want to build a dream home, a dream home, then you need to check this out. Schumacher just announced through September 30th, you can save up to $40,000 on your custom home. Time to get your dream home and tailor just for you. By the way, that's what they do. They do dreams. They make dreams happen. They've been doing it for a long time. Go to SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. Check out more detail about the limited time only. And the number one goal is to make custom home building accessible for every one of us. They know it's important to get it right, to do it right. And I'll tell you this about them. They walk you from the beginning of the process until your house is built. And they walk you through the whole process the whole time. Don't delay. Schedule free, no obligation designs. Pricing meeting today by calling or visiting SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. Dot com. All righty. Uh, by the way, I was I was looking at this too. There's, a, there's some articles I've been reading. Everybody knows insurance housing is just out the roof. I mean, I don't know about you, Joe, but mine just went up 17, 18, whatever it was. Uh, and they're talking about it creating a crisis for Louisiana affordable housing uh, development and and housing in general. And I thought about this. I don't want everybody to get tied into it. And we have had some devastating hurricanes and the floods and all that stuff. But Louisiana, if you look back at the future, we always have had nothing to do with the environment and green new crap and all that. It has everything to do. The fact is we just sometimes we get hit more than others. We've been fortunate last year, Joe, we didn't get hit. And so far, knock on wood, you know, I hope we don't get one either. But we may go through, hopefully we can go through a bunch of years without having this. But I don't want people to get tied into it because what happens is, is the is is the PR crazy goes on. In other words, what I'm saying is our insurance was too high before all this stuff happened. Before we had all these hurricanes the last few years, before we had the floods, our insurance was too high already. Well, Moon, at least it was affordable. It was affordable. We we too high compared to everybody else. I don't want the people to walk away from the fact that we don't change tort reform and, and, and get these lawsuits and some of this stuff uh, minimized, we're going to have problems with insurance way beyond what we're looking at now. I just, I just, I'm looking around and in, in, forget that vehicle insurance, not just home. What about vehicle insurance? What's that got to do with the floods and the storms? Well, we lost a few vehicles. Okay. But we don't lose vehicles every day to storms. So my question has always been, I don't want people to get their eyes off the problem that we hadn't fixed yet. And by the way, insurance and stuff like that in the debate on Friday, there wasn't too much on that either. No real issues. But I just want to let you know, our vehicle insurance and all these insurance problems we've been having, liability insurance, have been too high 
way before the last set of hurricanes and floods we had, way before that. And I don't want to lose the sight because here's what they'll do to the average person. Says, uh, why am I paying so much money? Well, you know, we had all these hurricanes and floods. Don't let them tell you that. Say, why was it too high before the floods and the hurricanes came? Because you would be honest. I've been paying mine for a long time. And you would be honest by telling anybody that says, you're telling me it's high because of this. Why was it high before that? And it's been too high here. We don't compete, folks. That's what I tell people. If you moved out of the state to a state that doesn't have an income tax, so what? They got a higher property tax. Can you imagine Texas? No income tax. Sales tax is less. Insurance is less. It's a cost. It's, it's a lifestyle. A lifestyle is adjusted. I'm just, I'm just telling you, don't buy into, well, it's high because of storms and stuff. It's been too high here many years before we had to run a bad luck in the last five years of, of, of the hurricane and even the flood go back seven years. It's, it's been too high. We, we ought to be able to compete. Somebody that leaves the state and they look at the cost of living, when you start looking at income tax, sales tax, highest in the country. We are too highly taxed, no matter what anybody says, and too high of insurance if you look at the big picture. All right, when we get back, Kevin Birkin running for Public Service Commission. We'll be right back. Dallas, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair and I approve this message. I-10 brings the border crisis to our backyard, delivering human trafficking, fentanyl, and warring cartels. Since Biden can't secure the border, Liz Merle will secure Louisiana as our next attorney general. She successfully fought and delayed the Biden administration's border policies and stopped the revolving door justice system. It's why DAs across the state and the Republican Attorneys General Association have endorsed Liz Merle. Trusted conservative leadership. Liz Merle for attorney general. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. 70% of prison inmates read at a fourth grade level or below. We can't cut crime without fixing our schools. Participation in early childhood education reduces criminal activity by 20%. Our schools are our first line of defense against crime. Bullying stops teaching and stops learning. One in five Louisiana high school students reports being bullied on school property. One out of six will skip school at least once in the next 30 days, scared for their safety. We lead the nation in percent of high school students who attempt suicide. As governor, I'll support counseling for the bully and the child being bullied. Violent repeat offenders will go to an alternative school that teaches the citizenship and character necessary to become a responsible citizen, or they'll just go to juvenile jail. Kids can't learn if we let our schools become minor league for the Department of Corrections. Hunter Lundy, 
Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. We're joined by Mr. Kevin Birkin. Am I saying that right? Yep. I, I, I want to make sure I say the name right. Well, good to see you. It's been a while. Yes. How are you been? Doing fine. You ain't. By the way, you didn't miss nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, so now you want to run for best. It is District 7, correct? It is, Okay. Yes. Let's, first of all, let's back up. Tell, Give a background of yourself. I uh, born and raised in uh, Lake Arthur, uh, husband of 33 years, uh, hu- a father of 25 years, um, heavily involved with different uh, aspects in agriculture industry. I was a farmer for most of my life uh, and uh, also other civic organizations right here in uh, Lafayette. I'm on the board of Hospice of Acadiana, where I serve as the finance chairman for that. Uh, my background in education, uh, while my son was in school, Our Lady Immaculate uh, Catholic School in Jennings, I was chairman of the school board there for six out of six years. And when he went to Notre Dame High School in Crowley, I was on that school board for four years and chairman of there for three years. So, okay, so uh, education in your, in, your, in your heart. Yes, you absolutely. Watched it. You watched it a little while. Yes, absolutely. And um, education here in Louisiana, as you know, I mean, we are typically on the bottom of all the good lists, and it's time for us to be able to move the needle in education, especially when I believe that we will get a conservative governor who will have three appointments. Uh, we get a couple more conservative uh, board members elected, uh, uh, hopefully me, to this uh, Bessie District 7. Uh, I think we can make some great strides in yeah, it, it It's been a problem. I, I will tell you off the top, and, and I've been – very upfront about it. I do like the superintendent. I do think that Mr. Dr. Brumley has has been a guy that's really putting an effort out there to to see some, and he's not see some change, and he's not he's not backing up. Is something else I like about Every, it. He's really stood up when they went against him on all this woke stuff. He said, "This this is who we are. This is what we're trying to do." Everywhere I go, people speak very highly of him. Um, I'm excited for the opportunity to work with him. Uh, and to make uh, Louisiana schools better, um, if you don't mind, me just yeah, give you right. a, a, some some numbers that uh, really affected me, and, and I've been talking about a lot through this campaign. Is uh, eight thirty-five and forty-six? We rank eighth in the nation in what we charge or what we pay per child. Uh, eighth in the nation. We rank thirty. It's not a money problem. It's, no, it's no, an it's not a money problem. That's right. right? Okay. So we rank thirty-fifth in the nation in what we pay our teachers. So between 8 and 35, that's a big difference. That's a lot of bureaucracy there, and it, the money ain't getting to the teachers, if you uh, know what I mean. And then 46 is the outcome of uh, the, our students ranking in the United States. So there's a, a, a 
difference there between the 35 and the 46, we have to make up those gaps. And, and it is not an income problem. It's a problem with you the know, budget. When, when, they, when they're jumping up and they start talking about from teachers paying all that stuff, uh, I, I'm all for, I, I wish teachers made 100000 a year. I, I, and I believe that. I don't have a problem with that. The problem is when you got that kind of money going in the system, that's never explained to people enough. But we got the money. It seems like they ought to turn and, and challenge the school board and elected officials, and even Bessie, for that matter, to say, where's the money going? I, I totally agree. I get on the board. I will be bending the ear of all of our uh, local uh, political officials about looking at the budget and seeing where all of this money is going. Like I said, between 8 and 35, there's a, there's a lot of money going somewhere, and it's not getting to the classroom. I mean, if you look at approximately $13,000 per child, give or take, and you know, 22 students brings you up to $300,000 per classroom. And so the teacher's average teacher pay is $51,250. So that's a lot of money to the classroom, and it's not getting to the teacher. And um, I'm anxious to find out where it, where is it going, and we got to do something better. Yeah, you, unless you get elected, you won't be able to get all the details. Right. You just not, and that, that goes for What are... Uh, what are some, if I had to say like two or three things that you would talk about if you get on the board, uh, besides the teacher's pay, which can be one, what are some things that you go, you know what, this is some things that I believe we need to be doing or some things that I want to attempt to do? I think for the uh, money following the child, okay? Um, competition will make all of our schools better. And so if the money follows the child, whether it's the charter, whether it's the private, and even if we do some things with homeschooling yeah. uh, to, to be able to um, match them with the testing and, and all of that with the other uh, schools. I, I, the money following the child, I, I've said it this way, using the football analogy, you're a sports guy, kind of like who I was. And, and public schools have been, the offense has been playing the defense every week. They don't get any better if you're not competing against another team. So to compete against another team, uh, being charter and private, um, I think it would make all of us better. So I'm for uh, uh, school choice, being able to follow the child. By the way, I don't understand anybody being against that if you care about the kid more than you care about the bureaucracy. It looks like to me we got people, not everybody, but we got too many of them that care about the bureaucracy over this, with the students. That is correct. And one of the things I've heard uh, from principals and even uh, school superintendents, they say as long as the testing is, is equal across the board, from private to, uh, to charters and all that, which I don't have a problem with, let's compare apples to apples. And let's see what, if we're testing, we just test them all the same. Uh, and speaking of testing and um, accountability, I believe accountability needs to start on day one of class. Test the class, see where they are. Test them throughout the year, see how they're progressing. And at the end of the year, we'll know a couple of things. How far have they come during the school year? And number two is how well has the teacher done getting the message across and, and, and getting them to learn all the things that they should be learning? I think, uh, by the way, his, his, his name is Kevin Burke, and he's running for uh, Bessie Board District 7. That's why I'll go back to Brumley. I, I feel like Brumley, all this woke stuff that's being done all over the country, it's here too. Okay, anybody says it's here too. But he has stood up against G 
just about everything that I can imagine you can stand up against. And he's t- this is what I like about Brum. He's told us what he's for. Right. And you mentioned some of it. Uh, right. You know, the money following the child, things of that nature. Uh, it seems like we he does need more help on the board. Well, because, I, I, I mean, you get three you get three appointments from the governor, and this particular governor we got here is as woke as anything that's ever going to win in Louisiana, and yet that's the problem. I mean, you got eight elected, three deal, and if you got the majority, you get the rule. That's right, and uh, I'm excited to be able to help uh, Mr. Brumley uh, do the things. Woke has no place in the classroom. It really doesn't. Uh, I mean, let's just get back to more civic education, uh, teach them, you know, the the actual history and, and of our great country. The, and our seniors should be able to pass the same test as our citizens or someone becoming a citizen mm-hmm. of the United States, too. So it's just there's a lot of things, that, you know, from early education, all, all the literacy. There's a lot of things that we need to do and look at, and I think uh, uh, we can, and I'm excited about the opportunity. They uh, – uh you talk about reading and math skills, but we did have one little bump. I think it was in math. Was it math or reading? I can't, whatever. It was one of them. Got a, we got a bump. We stand in that 48, 49, 47th. And I think it was math. And we jumped to, to like 41st. And I know, right. once again, Dr. Bromley and some people were really excited. I was too. I thought, you know, we really hadn't seen anything like that. But right. I think they're trying to focus more on the basics getting these kids because i you know you read write and do arithmetic what can't you do that's what we were taught when you you and me probably about the same age we were taught read write and arithmetic nothing you can't accomplish you're gonna be anything you want to be you know that still is today works exactly the same way i I couldn't agree more Uh, joe was a school teacher before they ran him off i'm joking i'm joking (laughs) joe 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 has taught school so joe's been in the system yeah so i just think whenever they graduate they should be prepared to either go to college, go to a Votech school, or go to work. They should be prepared to do those things. And so just in bettering our education is what I, I hope to do and to help. Uh, yeah, I mean, let me take a break. We'll come back and visit a few more minutes. His name is Ken Birkin. He's running for Bessie District 7. Come back and Q&A a little bit more for him. Let me take a break uh, with Joe about eight minutes when we get back, maybe. Okay. You listen to Moon Graffon Show, folks. Don't go nowhere. More to come. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Paid for by the Fleming Campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cat that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or Dr. John Fleming, former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. 
John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana Treasurer. I'm Mike Francis, and I'm running for Secretary of State. I'm going to work as hard for you as I did with the great people that helped me build a leading energy business. We worked together as a team, and we got the job done. In Louisiana, we don't run from the challenges in front of us. We roll up our sleeves, and we get the job done. I believe in you, and together, we can move Louisiana forward. Vote for Mike Francis for Secretary of State. Paid for by friends of Mike Francis. The IRS. Microphone Show, great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Before we get back to Kevin Bergen, I got it written down. Uh, it's Dino's Hardwood is what I want to talk about. Dino'sHardwood.com, DinoHardwoods.com. Check them out, exceeding your needs since 2004. By the way, I know Charles Altman. I've been knowing Charles and him for a while. Just good people, great business owner, loves Louisiana. Got two great locations and Broussard and Shreveport, but he's also in Texas, over in Tyler now. He's grown his business out of here, and uh, he does a wonderful job. If you're looking for exotic wood and different type stuff, this is your guy uh, at Dino's Hardwoods. I mean, they, they uh, custom hardwood molding. Uh, they do stuff like imported exotic type hardwood lumber, not to mention all other good lumber you have. So if you want something new, you want to check out something in, in a small business, a guy that can deliver, this is the guy. Dino'sHardwoods.com, Dino'sHardwoods.com. Just remember the name. Go to their website because they may have something that somebody else doesn't have. There's a great story on this. The guy's a good guy, and uh, he's got a really good business, knows what he's doing. Kevin Birkin, my special guest on uh, running for Bessie, District 7. Kevin, let's talk about a couple. If you looked at one of the things that bothered me, but I may have the wrong take on this, is the dual enrollment. Because what happens is in high school and in college, and, and look like we're double counting. Maybe we're not. Is dual enrollment good? Because I know some people say it's a good thing. You get in school, somebody can take a couple classes to go to college. Where, where's your stance on this, and what is the right way? Because I just backed up and said, is this right? I don't know. I'm just asking. Uh, I believe that it is right. My son had dual enrollment, and he, when he got to college, he was able to s- skip a couple of classes. In order and... Uh, oh, they made me take extra. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the difference. They made me take extra on that, by the way. Yeah, you and me, uh, you and me both. But it's also, it also helps with trade schools. Okay. And so uh, I, I would be for dual enrollment for those that would qualify. Can I, I'm actually a really silly question. You know, back when we went to school, me and you approximately the same age, not as old as you, sir. Uh, didn't they have trade schools, shop and stuff like in the schools? I remember having to take a shop class, Okay. But I remember they had a, a, a mechanical class and a, and a shop class, and people were training in those schools 
because a lot of people were not going to college. And they would go right into, they would go from there to a trade school. And and, and I'm just kind of curious, are those out of the schools now? Well, you know? for the most part, uh, they are not there and not to the extent that it was. Like you said, whenever you and I were in school, I, I have a little bit of a different take on that in that when we lose the kids, 9th, 10th, 11th grade, and, and dropouts, yeah. But I think we start losing them in seventh and eighth grade. I spoke to the junior high. I've always said is the key. Something changes at junior high. Yeah, their body changes. They start rebelling. Everything like that. So I was Act just, like you had kids. <laughs> <laughs> I had them too. <laughs> so you, 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 I was speaking to this lady uh, who taught seventh eighth grade for thirty four years, and asked her, and I told her this same story. What my thoughts were, and she goes. You need more shop class. You need more ag classes at that time, middle school, in order to get them out of the classroom and start let them work with their hands and do different things of that nature. And then we would have an opportunity to keep them going into high school and not lose them. Because losing the kids at that, I mean, just too many are dropping out. And then, then you leave That's the still crime. a big, that is a big, that's still a big problem. Yes, right. So I would be for uh, trying to get back to that. Uh, I'm a big, as a farmer, uh, I mean, having, you know, kids and everything going to shop class, I know the value of hard work. Uh, I know the value of learning trades besides just in the books. And so I would be, I would be for that. Yeah. And you, you, you like the idea of putting it, a lot. I've been told by many people, they wish they had it back in office. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? I, I would be for that. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, by the way, uh, in this race, I know there's several Republicans. I've, I've, I've had several on already. Um, uh, Endorsement-wise, you got any endorsements, anything like that going on? So I'm proud to say that I did get the endorsement of the Lafayette uh, Republican Party uh, here in Lafayette, and uh, Lobby has endorsed me. Um, and the mayors of Jeff Davis Parish uh, have endorsed me. That's coming out. Uh, Senator Bob Henskins, Vermillion Parish. Uh, some Philip Tarver in Lake Charles. Uh, others, uh, more to come. Uh, but we are working on the those endorsements. Bessie Board is one of those non-romantic offices. It's extremely important, but it's just most of the electorate does not know anything about the Bessie Board, the school board of the state that oversees the K through 12. And so uh, having these endorsements and uh, most of the, a lot of the people will just – not even voting down ballot, especially oh, no. for Bessie. That, that, that becomes a problem. My question on that, too, is how many Bessie board members are, are, are educators, are former educators? Well, I, I don't know if that plays into what this is, but I'm just kind of curious. So there have been some, and then one of the candidates that I'm uh, vying against was an educator. Um, but it's my belief that we've had enough educators on this board. It's time for businessmen. I'm coming at this from a whole different approach. I've been on a minimum of two dozen boards and committees, chairman of a lot of them, uh, rose to uh, leadership positions. I don't say that in a braggadocious way, but what I'm saying is I'm a leader, not a follower. I think we need a business approach to this uh, board, and I think it would be much better. That's the approach that I'm coming from, not from the education standpoint, from... Uh, the hospice of Acadiana did not ask me to be on their board because I knew how to treat indigent patients. They asked me to be on the board because I know how to um, diagnose their businesses and make them better. And that's what I would bring to the Bessie board. Yeah, his name is uh, Kevin Burke. And Kevin, 
First of all, how do people get in touch with you? I don't know how much time we have. I think one or two minutes. Okay. How do people get in touch with you? Interested in your campaign? So Birkin for Bessie, um, just three words that you have to remember. Birkin for Bessie when you go into the booth. Birkinforbessie.com is where I can uh, be reached. I also give my number, 337-316-2383. I'd be happy to talk to anyone about this race. Um, Moon, I, education in our state is just too important to be left to chance. We have an opportunity with this, with this election coming that we can change things and make them better. My goal is to get our education here in Louisiana into the 30s, into the mid-30s, to move us up from 46 into the And yeah, by the, the way, 30s. any movement forward uh, is okay, but we need a pretty good jump. Yeah. You jump 10 spots or 12 spots, that's, I think that's pretty big. And that's Because you're not going to probably do it overnight. That's correct. I'm just tired of people talking about education reform, and I'm never see it. Right. That's, that's, that's why I've been impressed by Brumley. I know he's trying to really make some uh, change. And really the changes are going back to the basics. Exactly. He's not really – he's not trying to do something new. He's doing something that we used to do that worked. Right. And to me, that's, that's what you need to do. Right. And I've talked to another uh, Bessie board member, and he was on the innovative, um, Innovation Committee. And some of the things that they're talking about doing for failing schools uh, I think are exciting. I think uh, it would be great. Uh, they, it's done other places where it's taken – failing schools and brought them up to a B school. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, things of that nature that I can be of help on, um, and I look forward to that opportunity. All right, Kevin. I appreciate it, man. God bless. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank I know we're going to have much. to take a break and go, and uh, good luck. And, yet, yeah, Bessie Boy, once again, it ain't the governor's race, so it's not glamorous, uh, gets pushed down. I'm also concerned about voter turnout in general. So if you're not at the top of the ticket, I know how people are they go and vote for governor and they look up and go, I don't even know what that is. Right. I mean, I'm just, it's a shame it's like that, but it has gotten to be like, even though we got more ways to find out about people and information and vote, think about that. We got more ways than we ever had, and yet we got less people participating. Yep. That's why I don't, everybody talks about registering to vote. I mean, why if you're not going to vote? Exactly. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank God you. bless. All right. We'll take a break. For the rest of some of you folks leaving us, God bless. If you want to listen to another hour, go to moongraphon.com. Listen live. All right. God bless. The Dan Bongino Show from here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Freedom for seven Americans. Lisa Brady, Fox News. For this moment, uh, it's very good to be able to say, 
that our fellow citizens are free. Secretary of State Antony Blinken a short time ago saying he spoke to the five Americans who'd been imprisoned in Iran for years, along with two others, family members who'd been prevented from leaving. All seven arriving in Qatar, the first stop on a journey home after a prisoner swap for the five imprisoned that also unfreezes $6 billion in Iranian money. We're going to be working every single day to take steps to make this practice more and more difficult uh, and um, more and more of a burden on those countries that engage in it. The Biden administration says the unfrozen assets are for humanitarian purposes. Critics say it'll free up other money for Iran to use on terrorism and its nuclear program. President Biden celebrating the return of the Americans, but calling on the Iranian regime to give a full account of what happened to Bob Levinson, an American presumed dead in Iran. The president announcing new sanctions on Iran's president and Ministry of Intelligence for wrongful detentions. The president heads to New York for campaign receptions later today before addressing the U.N. General Assembly tomorrow. Day four of the UAW strike against Detroit's big three automakers. Workers like this man in Detroit vow to strike for as long as they need to over more pay and benefits and job protections amid the government's push to electric. We're ready to do what it takes, which is stand up and, and wait for something better that we deserve. 13,000 workers walked off the job at three plants in three states with both Ford and GM laying off additional workers at other plants as a result. Fox's Jeff Manasso talks resumed over the weekend. President Biden urging the companies to share record profits with workers. America is listening to Fox News. What's the best way to stop Joe Biden's agenda? No, it's not voting Republican. A better option is to vote with your wallet. Democrats get easy votes by giving away newly printed money. But we can fight this never-ending scam by making use of physical gold. I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and this is why I recommend a physical gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. These special accounts allow you to preserve your retirement and help the country at the same time. Plus, you pay zero penalties or taxes on the transfer. To learn more, text the word PROTECT to 989898, and my friends at Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold is the only gold IRA company I trust, so text PROTECT to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. Paid for by Birch Gold Group. A manhunt in Pennsylvania ends with all escapees back in custody after a breakout from a juvenile detention center. Nine teens who escaped from the Abraxas Academy Detention Center about 50 miles west of Philadelphia are back in custody. They broke out on Sunday night after overcoming two female guards and stealing the keys. Trooper David Bain with the Pennsylvania State Police says they'll face more charges. They'll all be charged with escape and any other charge... Uh, we had the criminal mischief. The escapees were all between 15 and 17 years old. The officers are expected to be okay. The incident comes almost a week after the capture of an escaped killer who'd been on the run from a Pennsylvania prison. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. The U.N. support mission in Libya is warning of a possible second crisis from an outbreak of diseases in the country's northeast, where floods have killed over 11,000 people. In a statement, the mission says it's especially concerned about water contamination and lack of sanitation after two dams, dams collapsed. 
during a Mediterranean storm. More daytime talk shows postpone their season premieres as a writer strike continues. Drew Barrymore does an about face on bringing back her daytime talk show while the writer strike is underway. The reversal comes just a week after this later deleted apologetic announcement on Instagram that she was going on with season four. I'll just stand out there and accept and be responsible. Resuming the show would not have violated SAG-AFTRA's strike guidelines, but that didn't stop the condemnation, including from some fellow actors. She'd also been dropped as host for the upcoming National Book Awards ceremony. Following her announcement, CBS's The Talk and The Jennifer Hudson Show also announced they would no longer return while writers were on strike. Lillian Wu, Fox News. Stocks are higher right now. The Dow's up 94 points. I'm Lisa Brady. Fox News.